Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Start here it coming, coming. like I'm a barricade of sound. Serenade of sound. I thought it was a barricade. Now my of feet won't touch the ground. Well, almost because <laughs> you're driving. There's no ground. Welcome Those to are... the Real Flex Podcast. My name is Cody Redfield. I'm your host. <laughs> Very official. Mason here, also in the car. Car cast volume two. Very impromptu car cast. For a movie that's not Avengers 2. I hope you're not waiting for that. You, well, it's Avengers 3. Get it right. Come on. <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, yeah. Uh, that'll come. In the next couple days. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. But it'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen. happen. It doesn't need to happen immediately. It's been memed. <laughs> I was on vacation. <laughs> What's the best so meme in the world, too? It's a good meme. It's a good I meme. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one I sent Josh that really upset him? Uh, I don't know all of them. No, it, uh, it was a specific one. Ah, oh, man. That's going to drive me nuts. It was of... What's the thing he likes? No, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna briefly look look, look at the group chat just to see because it was funny. Ah oh, man, it was some that really upsets me. Uh, let's see. Okay, it was before you two. I sent him I sent a Justice League one today that I thought was hysterical. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, they're just all fading into irrelevancy. That was great. Marvel, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, it was the one from Coco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hated that. Because the whole movie's about how the grandma's, like, dying. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's a good so movie. I, I didn't get the meme. Spoiler alert. Oh, a person dies in a Pixar movie. Just think, I, um, I chose to see The Greatest Showman instead of Coco. What's, to quote Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, I hate snakes. Can't hear it really well, but Cody laughed. You definitely chosen laughed. poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, that was the that was the that whole was the joke, that was the joke. So we're trying something brave right now. We've got about 27 minutes to get to a movie that's very far away. It's not so, that far away. We'll get there in time. We'll miss ads. That's true. We'll miss the trailers. We'll, it, we'll miss the ads. Sorry. I set it's my Long Island in me. I set my phone 10 minutes behind so I can trick Movie Pass into like thinking that I'm actually buying the ticket that doesn't matter i've i see i i went to see annihilation and it mattered oh well so i'm not sure this is at least a well you already go you already do speed so it's not like that's a big deal everybody speeds on route 13 jesus christ everybody speeds in general yeah speeds speeding laws are like like tax laws (laughs) you gotta be nobody follows them nobody know well people know them they just don't care i don't know tax law yeah I'm a genius. I don't pay taxes. I'm such a smart guy. I don't pay taxes. Are you a genius like Kanye West is a genius? Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about that. I know we probably should because it's like pop culture, but I don't want to talk about that. It's so it's annoying. It's super funny, too. <laughs> Shout out to slavery being a choice, everybody. Okay. I almost just said as a joke that he's not wrong, but I, I can't even go there. <laughs> he is. It's like... There's, yeah. there's, it's, 
the opposite of a choice. I mean, it's literal slavery. Like <laughs> it's enslavement. The it's whole so the yeah. whole thing is like not giving people choice about anything, but <laughs> and just, you make the choices for them. Uh, I should have ran it. I should. I could have made that. Could have made it. Yellow lights are the for worst. For any of you local listeners, locals, if they're my dad, hey, um, <laughs> I should have gone through the yellow light near the Walmart. Yeah, but I didn't. Rest in peace, other GameStop, by the way. We got, we're down to one GameStop. I went there last night. I went and bought God of War. Nice. Well, I haven't played it at all or anything, but... But you bought it. I did buy it, because I moved today. Or part of my stuff today. Oh, nice. Um, and the guy there was not picking up on my humor. And he was... Was his name Was his name Drew, by any chance? I wasn't looking. Was um, he, like, kind of pale? <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was an unnecessary question. If you work at GameStop, you're obviously, obviously. pale. <laughs> he was just... Yeah. I would make a, a snide comment, a joke, and be like, uh-huh. Well, that's cool. Why? It's not funny. I used to work there. He's pointing to the mini golf place. I haven't been there for two weeks, and it feels so good. The mini golf place, nope. yet again. My special impression, you're like, nope. What? <laughs> what? They Sorry? People don't need to know where I live. Uh, you live at the Best Western Plus Finger Lakes? That's where I live. It's Finger Lakes. You just said we drove by the Walmart, and we mentioned yeah. Cortland and Syracuse many a time. Shit. People can figure it out. Homer, New York, fam. Find us. But you'll never know where I'm moving to tomorrow. Upstate-ish. Get you. Yeah, Victor? Upstate. You're, no. Green? No. Rensselaer? It's the birthplace of something. Uh, Where was Michael? Gary, Indiana, where Michael Jackson was born. It's the birthplace of a movement. I think Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Uh, and a certain convention that took place in 1848. Comic-Con? Yes. No, no New, it was New York's first furry con. That's right. <laughs> so I am moving there. Yeah. Cause it, it's, it's just more convenient. I can't wait to Why give. make the drive if you can just live there oh, and God. get ahead of the curve, you know? Be so ready. now the gift that you put in the front of this episode needs to be um, a furry... Or, or, or Rocky just that, Phoenix. that gif of um, on all levels except physical, I am a wolf. <laughs> I am a wolf. No, you're not. You're a person. You're a weirdo. Cody, on all levels except physical, I am a blackberry. A phone. I'm a phone. You're the phone. Oh, you're not even a fruit. You're not even the fruit. I'm a phone. Nice. There's no biology involved. I'm just slapped together piece of technology. I'm the worst. But... Uh, so... You check the red light. We're, the, we're good. I can see the red light. Okay, perfect. Um, so... Avengers is coming, for us at least. Probably Monday That's or Tuesday. That's going to be a fun discussion, because it's going to be the rare time where me and Mason disagree with each other. We were disagree with each other. About the audience. About, well, yeah. That's and like it. I say, my opinion of it has changed. My opinion of the movie has, has changed. Like, in a... We'll see. Direction. That's called a preview, Cody. Save it for the pod. It's foreshadowing. Save it for the pod. Uh, in addition to that, we're finally going to be getting some movie homework done. Thank be Jesus. You watched the movie? Yeah, you did watch the movie. Watch Frank, yeah. So I got to think of my assignment for Josh. Yeah. So your assignment for me. One for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll find something good for you. Okay. Um, Wait, we should do a theme, though. Because, like, last, last time it was the Donald Gleason hour. <laughs> but... Well, no, it was Donald Gleason for you two. I watched uh, the George Lucas movie that nobody cares about. Jesus Christ, he takes eleven thirty-eight. Yeah, I was. Sure Donald Gleason that? I mean, he, I don't think he was alive. <laughs> I'm, I can check, but I'm pretty sure he was no, dead. Probably. Or he was, he dead. was dead. Well, w- were you dead before you were alive? That's a good question. Or is death the absence of life? It's 
so... Because if it's the day after of life, then you can make the case that you're dead before you're born. I think this is a really great time to uh, slip into our conversation about abortion. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be the worst time. Um, so, movie homework, Avengers, and the final results, I just tallied them last night, of took the, me all uh, night. The draft? Of the first annual t- movie draft. It was it was close, and then we're all, we're gonna be re- revealing results and then drafting yet again. It's like the yeah, '60s all over. Who had um, Infinity War? I did. Oh no! But there, I had some setbacks early on. Cause oh, remember, okay. I took you Fifty like Shades. And- I took no, no, I didn't take Red Sparrow. I'm not that dumb. Uh, but I also I did take um, New Mutants. Which oh, got bumped, <laughs> so I had to like pick. Some, I had, like uh, my movies were Avengers, uh, The Commuter, Fifty Shades, and something else. So I it gave, was. I, I switched movies with somebody. Uh, I dumped Isle of Dogs. Uh, I picked that up, didn't I? Yes. That was good. That, that was, was a good pick. Good pay, I mean, not money wise, but. Critically, it was good. was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the the results from there are gonna be coming in. Uh, I've, I've sent them to the same people who handle the Academy Awards to like crunch the numbers, and uh, I don't. Know, I think it's going to turn out okay. You sent it to Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> I don't think that's what they do, but I, I always send stuff there just in case. Just, just as a backup. They screen all our episodes before I before they get up. They so, get posted. <laughs> that's why I read there's like beeps and um, redactions all over the place. Exactly. Uh, Thanks for the personal dad, everybody. Thanks, so Steve. Uh, yeah. See, oh Bannon, right? I was thinking Jobs. I was like, he's dead. Um, yeah, shout out to Steve Bannon. I, did you ever read the Mike, the Michael Wolf book, Fire and Fury? No, it looked really funny. It was really it was really fascinating. But there was one scene, I guess, especially that was like, I was like waiting to be Sorkin monologued, where like Steve Bannon was having like a dinner party, where like, he like got takeout with a like, Chinese takeout with a bunch of. People, like there was like Chinese bankers or something like that. So we got takeout. There's something I don't know. I can't. There's something to do with Chinese people or food in there. I, I can't remember exactly so what it was. What I want you to do between now and the next episode that yes. we record. I want you to find it to to write a an orchid. Or what? Orchid. A, that's a flower. That, that's his. Um. That's uh, Aaron Sorkin's uh, push together name. <laughs> a Sorkin-esque uh, monologue about. How Chinese takeout is similar to Chinese involvement in American politics. Oof, that's gonna be tough. I think you can do it though. So I mean, maybe like on a theoretical level, but like an actual Sorkin writing level, there's no way in hell. Well, I think uh, if we workshop it, I think we can workshop it. Wow. We'll throw it to uh, Aaron and be like, "This is good for my next movie." Is that what he sounds like? I know. He's more, um, he's got a very sharp, uh, voice, and he, uh, he jumps around a lot, as you can, uh, probably assume. Okay. That's kind of, that's a Sorkin. That's, that's as close as I can he's get, He's the at least. only person who talks like he writes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, there was a scene in, like, the Fire and Fury where Steve Bannon was, like, just, he went on this, like, tear, and he was just, like, railing against the like how stupid Trump was basically and like all the crazy all the stuff that's gonna go down and how you know it was it was it was very cinematic and very just like there's a rumor that that's gonna be made into a TV series and I can imagine that that Steve Bannon scene is gonna be like the Jobs v Scully Dawn of Justice kind of gem right in the middle. I think I'd watch that show. I don't. Eventually we're gonna get a Trump movie or like some sort be, of something. It, do you think it'll be before or after he's out of office? I think it should take place well after. When, you need to get some perspective on that. Oliver Stone's George W. Bush movie. That was in the middle, and I think it suffered because of that. You think so? Let's get. Yeah, like, that movie just sucks, anyways. Let's put it between two pres. Let's put two presidents between. 
No, I think you could probably get it done. In one? Yeah. Like, I, if they, if he loses and they go into production, like, late in November of... Or, like, late fall of 2021, I guess, when the next president would hypothetically be sworn in, I think that'd be a good distance for it. Assuming somebody's... Or maybe you give it a year until after he's voted out to, like, see how the wind changes, I guess. But, I don't know. There's a movie there. There's a really good movie there. But... You just have to resist the urge to hire like, Alec Baldwin to be hire Alec Baldwin. Maybe uh, you have to resist the urge to turn into a farce. I think because it gets so it could so easily be like Doctor Strangelove when it probably should be closer to Steve Jobs. Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, I'm just like oh everybody, this is just absurd, you know. And I think I think it'd be brave to not have Trump as a main character at all. You think just the side characters? Just the side who, characters. Who would focus on that? Um, Hope Hicks, maybe? Watch it just be, like, some rogue staffer's life. Oh. Someone we've never even heard of. He's, like, an intern or something. Like, um, like my friend used to intern for Speaker of the House. Huh. Boehner. Um, Yikes. Just someone like him. And yeah. how everything is affected. I think that'd be interesting. I'm not gonna write it, but... Hey Hollywood, I'll take a producer credit. <laughs> you just for the idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, don't right. I don't think that's what. I, I don't, I don't <coughs> want it for you. Um, <laughs> I don't. I think uh, we got to start thinking about the Trump movie for sure, and maybe the TV series will like be the whole bit. But I don't but think. Here's the question: Do we make it a um, totally entertaining for the masses movie, or is it a social studies movie like Hidden Figures? Compared to like, well, Hidden Figures did very, really well critically. People, audiences love that. Critically was fine. But no, I mean like, oh, commercially, I meant. But tell me that it's not a social studies movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, but I do know it did okay. It did well with audiences. It like did people. Fine with audiences, but I'm pretty sure half of those audiences were classrooms. So maybe. I know for a fact that at least one class of students went to see that movie. But what's a commercial, based on a true story kind of movie, like The Post? No. That's not commercial. Well, b- movies that are based on true stories, especially with related politics, are very, like, niche and very... I feel like there's there's an example out there. I just don't know what it is. Like Social Network? It's getting closer, but that's still pretty, um... I, I think, think it's very social studies, though. It's not social studies at all. Yeah. Uh, but that's getting closer, but it's still not just a general audience. Like, you go up to some rogue person on the streets, like, have you seen The Social Network by, uh... Yeah, Fincher. Yeah, Fincher and Sorkin. They'd be like, no. Mm. I don't know, but I. I think I think no matter what, even if it's it's the difference between like the first two seasons of The West Wing versus (laughs) that Zach Galifianakis movie, The Campaign. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I see that. I think if if the movie is at least good. Like, if it's 75% Rotten Tomatoes or higher, the it, and it gets made, the Academy is just going to dump awards on it. <laughs> they, hate him. they hate him so much. Yeah. I'm just, I'm I'm here for that. I hope I hope it's great no matter no matter what. Um, but speaking of politics movies, there's actually one coming out right now that is very, or coming out soon, I should say, that is kind of more along the lines of what you're saying of, it's about George W. Bush. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I'll, let me see if I can remember it. So, Christian Bale plays Dick Cheney. Oh, yeah, I remember he uh, got fat for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Carell plays Donald Rumsfeld. Uh, Sam Rockwell plays George W. 
<laughs> I love that. I love that a lot. That's good. That's good casting. It's uh, it's from Adam McKay from Anchorman, oh, Big yeah. Short. Yeah, yeah. It's his next movie. It's coming out later in the fall. Like I think maybe like what would it be? Almost ten years after he's out of office is a little bit too far away to make a George like a definitive George H W Bush movie it's, or George W Bush. Yeah, sorry. Just get a movie about Nixon, so. I mean, not about Nixon. Yeah, he was a major player. Yeah, the Nixon, the Oliver Stone Nixon movie came out in ninety something, like ninety six or something like that, which is way after he was out. There was that, then Frost Nixon came out. Oh, Frost Nixon was so good. I never saw that. It was so that. good. It's one of my favorite social studies movies. It's so <laughs> excellent, man. Ah, man, I love that. Um, let's see. But yeah, the back. It's a movie called Backseat, and it's mostly about Cheney, but it's kind of about. I mean, Cheney was basically the president. Can we just agree on that? I guess so. I, I think he was. Attention in 2008, it was in the eighth grade. So. I mean, what history though has told us that Dick yeah, Cheney was kind of calling the shots. History has told us that George W. Bush is not going to be in history books. So. George W. You mean? What did I say? H. W. George W. Bush is not going. There's H. W. What has he done? I don't know. He's. Hang out. He's hung out for a while. He lost. That's what he did. He lost. He lost he's, as a first-term president, up, and as a VP, the, arguably the most beloved president in the entire least to have one of the bones. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but we haven't gotten a Jimmy Carter movie. I don't think we need one. I'm just saying we haven't. He's the most inoffensive president we've ever had. I'm surprised it took so long for a Truman movie. And by took so long, I mean we just haven't had one. Because yeah, he's true. arguably the most interesting in terms he of... He had the most significant choice to make of any president in the entire world. And right. the toughest act to follow, arguably. And it was like, he was he became president in the midst of like a, like a president dying in office. And then he, and had, then he had to he make the, war. the hardest choice ever. Like, ah. I'm sure there's a movie there somewhere. I just don't want it. I want it to... Needs to show his struggle and not put him on a pedestal. Oh, of course it would. Like, yeah, well, he's how, dead now, so it's not like you have to worry. Calm and cool, but like the money they're gonna get for this movie is probably gonna come from his presidential library or something dumb like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I think you could. There's got to be a book out there that has like the behind the scenes story of Harry Truman doing Harry Truman stuff. I'd watch it. I would too. I'd read it. I'd watch it. I'd do both. And read and watch it and listen to it. Oh boy, preview. Get it? Get it? I get it. Get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Um, let's see. What else is going on in the movie world? Uh, Solo's coming out in a few weeks. Two weeks. Wow. Gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. I live like an hour away from a good movie theater. Rip. Like Syracuse is an hour away from me now. From where I'm moving. Is in Rochester close? Rochester. I live in between Rochester and Syracuse. Like dead in the middle? Dead in the middle. Oh, that sucks. I live on the top of the lake. Somebody tell me where I live. <laughs> Victor. Whoever whoever tweets us with the answer to where I'm living, and you can't know me in real life, so sorry, Dad. <laughs> sorry, Allie. You can't do it. Um, whoever can figure out where I'm living will get a digital copy of whatever movie I don't want. <laughs> What, I mean, when you make a pro, when you offer a prize like that, how could you say no? Please, somebody. Interaction's good. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I'll give you two if you leave us a five-star review as well. Bada bing. Uh, but Solo is is coming out. Yes, it's coming out. It's this one obviously is coming with a lot less fanfare because like we just had a Star Wars and like it's gotten bad press and all that. So 
I don't know. I'm excited about it, but in like a, well, I'm gonna go see it kind of a way, and not a woo solo. I'm not excited about it for being a Star Wars movie. I'm excited about it for being a heist movie. Is it gonna be a heist movie though? Putting together a crew. Putting together a crew cinema of 2018. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Castle Run is just a big heist. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. I don't know either. That that's deep lore. Nobody knows about, except for George Lucas. Does he even know? He's dead now. Is he? No. No, sad. But I thought there was some breaking development that I missed out on somehow. <laughs> Just threw it not so nonchalantly out there. <laughs> He's dead. But May is overall looking like, meh. It's fine. Let's see because we have like Deadpool. Solo. Deadpool's yeah. Deadpool out. and Solo like the big ones. But like as far as indie movies go, there's not much. Uh, at least from where we are. But then June, like I've been putting together a, like a series of watch lists for every month, and there's like. Five, maybe six movies in June, and I'm not really stoked for any of them. I'm interested. I want. I'm looking forward to Solo and Deadpool, but none of them. That like, I cannot wait for that. But like, in in May, I should say. But in June, there's like eight that I'm really psyched for. What? Incredibles two. There's a movie called How to Talk to Girl at Parties by A24. So it's like about an alien that comes, that like crash lands on Earth and then like goes clubbing. When does that Bo Burnham movie come out? That's I think that's June, but it also might be July. Because I want to see that. Yeah, that looks really good. It's getting late. It it feels like a Ladybird kind of movie. It's getting amazing press too. Like I'm I'm excited for it. I don't know how it could be that good, but I'm so it's just, excited it's to see it. It's relatable. It's relatable. It has the same quality that Ladybird has. I imagine. Anyway, I don't know. Right. Uh, 9.22. Yikes! So, <laughs> previews are what, like 10 minutes? About 20. It depends on the theater. Yeah. So the map was just smaller, so it's probably like 10. 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, f- it'll be alright, right? It'll be okay. Well, Tell me it'll be okay. When we, the, the first scene of the movie is never the most important scene of the movie. Tell me that. And then what happens? What's gonna happen? Nothing. Like, I saw Manchester by the Sea. I missed the first probably five minutes of that movie. Movie sucked. We did not suck. It sucked. Tell me, if it was it anything more than like emotional torture porn? It was sad. It was just being sad over different things so with no it, semblance of a story. story. Yeah, but that was at least interesting. That was made. That was directed and written in an interesting way. I mean, I like Casey Affleck is good in both of those movies. He's fine. Um, and the kid, Lucas Hedges? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. He's good. He's a good actor. I hate Manchester by the Sea so, so much. Um, hey everybody, it's me, uh, Casey Affleck. I, I burned my house down, my kid's inside. Sorry about that. Um, Spoilers. You know Ben's my brother, right? From Manchester, right? He's the better Affleck. I don't give a shit what you say. Maybe. Name one good That's stupid. That's dumb. Name one, uh, the, the town. The town. The town. Good Sounds good. Uh, well... BBS, BBS obviously. Did you just you BBS don't like Supreme Kino? I hate Goodwill Hunting. How do you hate Goodwill Hunting? I just do. I think it's obnoxious and stupid. <laughs> Wait, give me a give me a hot movie take. A movie that everybody loves that you hate. Go. Shit, I don't know. Other than Greatest Showman. Shit. <laughs> that was what I was gonna say. Uh, a movie that I hate that everybody else loves. Yeah, like universally universally acclaimed. There was an Oscar movie last year, I think. Not the one, like, this cohort that we just watched. What were the greatest pictures for the year before? 
Moonlight? I mean, I know you hated yeah, Moonlight. Yeah, I didn't hate Moonlight. Like, I don't actually love, viciously I, hate it. I did for about a week, and then I saw it again. How'd you see it again? I mean, it was more than a week. It was about four months. Still, why'd you see it? Oh, right, right. It was on Amazon Prime. Right, right, right. And it was better. So, yeah, that's my one. It's Moonlight. I don't like Moonlight very much. I mean, like, hate. Like, hate, hate. Hate, hate. I don't know if I hate, hate any movie. That's true. Really dislike. Strongly dislike and think everybody's stupid for liking. Was there one that we talked about? There's got to be. I know I've hated some movies that we talked about. Like, I'm trying to think. I know there's one. Turtles. Josh and I liked it and you hated it. I think. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Sausage Party came to mind, but you didn't hate yes, Sausage Party. I, you didn't hate Sausage Party. I do now. You do? I hate it's that movie. It's so funny. No, it's not. Come on. That movie kills itself in the last five minutes. Stop it. it makes Stop so it. No, it doesn't. It if does, you, too. If, that orgy goes on. You can ignore it. You can I ignore the last five minutes. The they, rest of it's so funny. The rest of it's not that funny. It is. The rest of it's just a bunch of crude humor, but it's really funny because it's a bagel being a Jew. <laughs> I don't know. Sammy it's, Bagel Jr. is the greatest. Not, you can no, shut that up. That movie is garbage. Oh, my God. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Thank you for reminding me how much I hate that movie. Oh, dear. And then someone, uh, fucking, can you need to get over so I can pass you? You moron. You jamoke. What's going on over here? I don't know. But I hate it. Somebody died. Um, oh, boy. I almost just went over. Uh, what was I just saying? Oh yeah, Sausage Party's not a good movie, and you, you. watched um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I did. And then mentioned in your fucking comments on your letterbox that I'm just gonna watch Sausage Party. Is that? I didn't. It, Josh responded to me, and he was sad because I didn't love it. Did you? It's a good movie. I don't think it's great. That movie is perfect just for that, and um, when he does the uh, vampire. Yeah, the vampire musical, thing was fun. It's amazing. The rest of it is like, okay, that's good. So true. I like romantic comedies, it's just, you know, they don't have to do much to impress me, but oh boy. it was fine. I'm so excited to talk about About Time. Right. I might watch it again. More like About Perfection. It's good Donald Gleason. And Rachel McAdams, too. Rachel McAdams is cute. I don't know how they I don't know how their babies in that movie didn't have just like translucent skin because they were so <laughs> pale. <laughs> He says, it's, it's bizarre. It's she just, was an American, right? Yeah. Living in England, though. Whoa, I'm an American. I'm an American. I'm an American living in England. I am Whoa. American. What's your thought on Sting? <laughs> he's an any, asshole. Any Sting hot take? An asshole. He's a jerk. Why? Uh, he's obnoxious. Whoever needs to call themselves Sting, first of all, I'm sorry, I know you like your Bono or whatever, but if you need to fake your own name to be cool... He was given the name. Then you're not cool. Bono was given the but, name by his friends. So Bono is better than Sting. Thank but you. I have a story about Sting. One of my best friends in the world, uh, we... Whenever... You know how whenever a celebrity dies, there's like... It's the rule of three, and three mm. of them always die in a cluster? Really? I didn't know that. You didn't notice that? Uh, well, sometimes that happens, but whenever... Bill Paxton. I don't remember. Who died after Bill Paxton? A bunch of people. Okay. Um, <laughs> Can't refute that. Carrie Fisher. Uh, I, but the when, vibe. 
Whenever Sly, that's a good one. Whenever uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Whenever a celebrity dies, yeah, my friend is like, Sting's gonna be the next one. <laughs> and the day Sting actually dies, it's going to break my friend up because he's gonna feel responsible. <laughs> he's been saying it. I've known. I, I've been very close with him for about a year now. Sting. Yeah. Okay. No, but my buddy. For about a year, he's been saying it every time a celebrity dies. It is so... I can't wait for Sting to die. Honestly. Sorry, Sting. I hope you're not listening. I know he's not. I like Sting. I, I know. He's, he may be a jerk. He's he may. Okay music. He's got music. Great song. No, no, no. On his own, though. His solo stuff is really good. Like, he has this, um... He did this album where, like... He was just kind of a douche the whole time. And he, like, wrote about turtles and, like, gardens and stuff. But it was really... It's really soothing. Sting is one of the top ten artists to fall asleep to, I think. That's fair. He has a song called Fields of Gold that I can't even... Uh, the, I, I can't even count how many times I've fallen asleep in the Fields of Gold. It is so soothing. I bet he'd be really mad if you said that. I think that was the point, though. You don't fall asleep to my music. I mean, you don't really rock out to you it, so... to my music. You, you experience it. All right, Paul McCartney. Hey, Paul McCartney, can I talk to Sting again? I don't know. I don't know how Sting sounds English. It's like a, it's like a, it's a little Cockney. There's a little bit of Cockney okay. in there. Okay, let me show you. Oh God. You don't fall asleep to my music. Okay, not that Cockney. You don't fall asleep to my music. Okay, you, that's good. You listen, you listen to, you experience it. You, you fuck. <laughs> that was more Australian than it was. Uh, yeah, it was straight out of uh, out of Melbourne. Straight out of Melbourne. <laughs> you tried it straight out of Compton, but you just you just didn't. I know all of Ice Cube's verse straight out of Compton. Wait, so are you mad at Sting, but are you not mad at Ice Cube for Ice their Cube. names? Ice Cube is just a sellout. But he, he is when he Who's was it? when he was with NWA, it was never Ice. Cube. Ice Cube, Ice Cube and the, and NWA. the NWA. Right. Like it was easy. Well, Easy E was the star. Everybody knows that. Easy died of AIDS. So Yikes. was he really the star? Because Dr. Dre was the star. Perhaps. No, he was walking the other way. Um. Uh, who? Who? No. Who's a bigger? Who's a bigger sellout? Ice Cube or the guy that's on on um, Law and Order SVU? <laughs> yeah. Who's a bigger sellout? I think it's Ice Cube because he did How Are We Done Yet? Yeah, because he's Are We There Yet and Are We Done Yet. Yeah. The highly but successful. Oddly enough, Snoop has, like, everybody, all the rappers kind of base their later personas, like their suburban mom personas, off Snoop Dogg, but he's, but he's like, the least sellout person ever. He's, he's like, ten times more awesome well, than he was. I, as far as I know, I don't know Snoop Dogg's history that much, but I don't think he ever went, like... I'm a big old gangster. I kill people all the time. Like, don't fuck with me. Still, he was, a, he was always just he was like, a big part of the culture. He was always just, I really like getting high. That's true. So, I'm just going to do that. Is that okay with everybody? But he was like one of the pioneers of the modern hip-hop movement. Like, yeah, he was but, one of the guys. But he was never, I'm a gangster. I hate cops. I think he might have been in the Crips, though. Oh. Like, he might have been involved in the L.A. gang scene. That I'm might pretty be sure. Him, but did he ever sing about it? Probably. They sing about a lot of stuff. Thing about a lot of stuff. Oh my god, can somebody give me a caramel frappe? A bunch of college. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Oh, that girl's definitely Jewish, I don't care. 
I'm gonna dye. I'm gonna dye my hair a funny color because my personality isn't unique enough, so my outside have to be so unique. So I understand that you're just critiquing these college girls right now. Yes. But you just critiqued all of Ithaca. So. In one statement. I'm not. I don't. I. I'm not gonna apologize for that. I wouldn't either. This place sucks. Because that's literally no. It's the greatest. But that's literally what people do. Is when they like dye. When people dye their hair a funny color, it's just to attract attention to themselves and be like, I'm special when they're not like special. How different I am. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm different. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like so much more different that than you. Oh, that was a good one. Can you check me into the movie before it's too late? It might be too late. It's too late, darling. It's too late. You know you can only see a movie once with Movie Pass now. I see. I assumed that was what it was like from the get-go. It wasn't though, because I saw Star Wars like three times with it. You are checked in, my dude. I believe. Yay, you're checked. Oh, and they have the picture thing too. Sweet. Which picture thing? You have to take a picture. Yeah, that's bullshit. I don't mind it. As long as it, if I, if it means that I can continue to use the service, I'm more than happy. Yeah, I had to do that last time. Yeah. All right. Well, we are about to go into the movie, so that'll be it for us for right now. It's done. Man called. He wants to see you. State Senator Albert Vato. He doesn't want to get the cops involved. He wants to meet you. Kids, Joe. Nina. Her name is Nina. 235 East 31st Street. I've heard of these places. If she's there, I'll get her. So I don't know if this came across or if I even mentioned it earlier. You could probably guess by the episode title, but uh, Code Red and I just got out of seeing You Were Never Really Here. Uh, <laughs> at the Cinemapolis, Please shout out. Us. Please sponsor us. Give us money. Just give us free movies. They just. Uh, I, uh, what, Cody? I don't know. All right. Initial thoughts. It, uh, it was well made. It was honestly it was, one of the most surreal moments of my entire life. The movie was, was so fucking weird. It was well directed. It was well shot. Um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was good when I could understand him. Was he though? When I could understand him. Was he though? Yeah. I I may have said it before. I don't like Joaquin Phoenix as an actor. I want to every time. I never. I never go into a movie not hoping that this is the time when I when it clicks for Joaquin Phoenix with me. Like, I root for myself to enjoy him, but I just, like, never do. And I don't think I'm ever meant to. Did you see Her? I did. He was good in Her. Her is amazing. But that was almost five... Well, that was over five years ago now. It was five that was about five, five years ago. It came out in 2013. I've not found him interesting since. I guess he was, he was okay in The Master. What was he in since then? I don't know. Stuff. Well, this movie, that's for sure. Uh, yes. Uh, I think he was fine. Um... I can't tell if that little girl was a good actress or not. No, she wasn't. She there was not. This is not a good acting movie. She's I will say. Those dead eyes down though. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, that's kind of the only thing her character really needed was to look like it. She had died six deaths inside. I'm sure she didn't. 
But okay, so it's it's technically okay. Yes. It's technically like the the, the cinematography is okay. Like it's nothing. The look and feel of the movie isn't that great. It kind of it sets up its world relatively nicely, and it's got like him in the water was kind of cool towards the end of the movie. Uh, water. Yeah, him him shape of watering. Uh, it's a good New York movie if you're into that sort of Lots thing. Of New York porn was in there, right? A lot of it. Uh, saw Thirty Rock. I saw Chrysler Building, uh, Times Square a little bit, Upper East Side. Shit you were looking for though. Yeah, well, it's just things I noticed. I didn't know this was a New York movie, so I just like, oh, their stuff is happening in New York. Uh, Governor's Mansion, which comes into play later in the movie. Um, but I don't. I didn't like it at all. I didn't find the story plausible or any anywhere interesting. The and the only good part or the part that I was intrigued by uh, what just kind of was a sort of flash in the pan moment and didn't really last very long. So, I guess my initial thoughts is it's kind it's like a 5 in terms of quality of like filmmaking and like a 3 in terms of substance. So, spoiler alert, my grade's a 4. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Kind of with you on that, honestly. It was just—I don't know if I just didn't get it, or what was going on. I imagine so. This movie is based on a book, apparently. What that? What must that book be like? Better. Because <laughs> um, I think there's there's a lot of like um, flashes of his trauma that he went through as I guess a police officer and as a child. Yeah, we see we saw flashbacks of him as a child in well he as an adult first and then later flashback as a child with his uh, inside of like a dry cleaning bag trying to suffocate himself. Yeah, apparently that's what he did to cope with his dad beat his mom or something. Yeah, his dad was a dick and he like hid under a table and his dad used a hammer to like I don't know how hurt people and now he uses a hammer to hurt people. Um, and then there was another flashback very brief of him clean shaven walking into like a freezer of dead bodies people i I thought that's when he was like a police officer yeah i saw him in some sort of a uniform um but yeah that's just there were a couple of pretty interesting parts but this movie was just incredibly slow it was not even a slow burn because it kind of just ends i wouldn't say it's slow so much as it is subdued like, I, I think it was... There's just a lot of him existing. Mm. I don't know. Maybe subdued is a better word for it. Sub- un- unnecessarily subdued is what I'll say. And that for, for me, it bra- this breaks the cardinal rule of independent cinema in that it is spoken like 90% in whisper or like hushed tones. Oh, and I, I just cannot stand... I can't stand it, with it when independent movies do the hushed tones like they think it's arty this one was bad i mean it was like worse even than um a ghost story like i literally needed subtitles there was one scene um near i guess it's probably three quarters of the way through the movie where his mom is murdered by some dudes and then he goes and murders those dudes and he's trying they were still he goes into his house to find his mom killed and they were already in that they were still in the house and they're trying to get information out of him I didn't understand a single word that was spoken in that entire sequence. And they even there was a song playing on the radio, and, and they, they even mumbled through that. that. 
Like, do you know the song? Like, I know that I know the other guy's like dying, and he probably wants to like conserve energy or whatever, or doesn't have it to begin with. But why are you just as uh, a so, uh, so, uh, what are you doing, Joaquin Phoenix? Relating to him, I don't know. It was weird though. It was just is he just not being directed very well? I guess from my so... perspective. That was probably part of it, because you know he can act well. We've seen it. I've seen it. Her is, like, my third favorite movie of all time. And this was the weirdest sequel to her I've ever seen. <laughs> Do you imagine? That's an interesting canon. I, I, I want to inspect that further. It's not as good as the um, Jim from The Office canon, but <laughs> it's up there. How do you feel about her basically coming true with Am- with Amazon's Alexa? Kind of. Okay. Um, Yet. Give me another couple of years and my dream will come true. Got it. Got it. So good. Um, Yeah. So the basic, we can, this is going to be spoilers because who the hell cares? The basic plot of this is Joaquin Phoenix is a hitman uh, who is contracted by I don't know was it a state senator or it like a, a senator state senator? senator it was a state senator who not was not like a United uh, States senator no, a New York state senator got it who was um, campaigning for the governor for his re-election, for re-election campaign. campaign and he threw Joaquin Phoenix's handler I'll say I guess his um, daughter gets um, kidnapped by a sex ring I think like a I don't, I don't child, know if it's, it's like a child a prostitution yeah, yeah it was fucked up yeah. um so that happens, and then his, I guess, yeah, his handler is a good word for it, is, um, I guess, so, oh wait, but no, so, the reason to go through the whole movie is kind of short enough that we can do it. Yeah, not much happened. Um, starts off with him con- finishing a, uh, a hit, and he comes back home to his mom, and there's this kid that he recognizes from a bodega that... Why was that a big deal? So, like, uh, he uh, he doesn't big... work directly with his handler. His handler contacts this guy at a grocery store, and then the grocery store, I guess, passes along information to yeah. him. But he's coming home from a job, and he sees grocery store guy's son, who I thought was his daughter. I didn't know. But apparently it was his son. I thought it was just the guy. His son yeah. sees him walk into his house, and then the next day, Joaquin Phoenix goes to the grocery store and says, we're done. Yeah, your your, kid, your saw kid saw me. I was like, so? so? Not, no, it's a big deal. But why is it a big deal? The exact reason why his mom is dead now. But why... Okay, then we'll jump forward. Why... What's the connection between the governor's people who track everyone down and kill them and the bodega guy? Or, like, the grocery store guy? So, we have these hitmen... Yes. ...go to his handler's house, or office, murks him hard, and finds the card... Yeah, but there was like a million cards in that Rolodex. Well, maybe it was out from, remember when he said, you have to lose Angel's number. Okay, so they or, wa- you have to lose Angel's number. <laughs> we weren't there for that. Oh, yeah, well, like, we were there for that. So um, he said that maybe it was out. I don't know, but that was the connection, and then they threatened and murdered him to get his mom's. You see, if this movie had what I like to call, and it's an interesting term, so don't feel bad if you don't recognize it, a screenplay, <laughs> maybe I would f- understand some of this shit, but I don't. I don't. I don't. And I'm not an idiot. I watch movies all the time. I can pick up on subtle progressions of the plot. I just, the, maybe, I would say the, in terms of overall dialogue, this was like a under a 250 word count, probably. 
that wouldn't surprise me. And I guess that's cool if you. But well, this is a pretty this is a pretty complicated story, and I think it's a little bit too much. Well, let's to ask people to follow we'll, all the way. Let's see if we can relay it. Maybe. So, because we we jumped ahead there. So he's contacted by the state senator, right? Yeah. Yeah. So after he's like, we're done here. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he's Batman now. We're done here. Well, he's going to play the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm not excited about that now. (laughs) So he uh, says, we're done. He goes, uh, gets contacted by a state senator whose daughter was kidnapped for that prostitution ring that we mentioned already. Um, He makes a plan. He goes, hey, you got to meet me here at 3 a.m. I'm going to get your kid back to you. Uh, he goes, he completes his job, and while the daughter is sitting there glassy-eyed watching TV, she sees that her dad killed himself by jumping off of a building. Yeah, he saves her. In one of the, in my favorite part of the movie where he, like, forces his way into this child sex ring house in Upper Manhattan, and he... You only you see through the security cameras. That him. was a really cool sequence. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, it, where you see him with the hammer, you know, beat these guys to death. Like two of the guards, and then a couple of the patrons. Like he pummels oh, these guys, and then carries her out of there. Then he takes her back to the hotel where they're supposed to meet her dad, where she sees his death on TV. And, and then knocks on his door. A couple cops. Yeah. It's the, it's the front desk guy at the hotel. That is, leading cops to his room. Who eats fries weird, by the way. That was a weird way to eat He fries. eats fries by holding, like, if, you know, McDonald's, they like, put him in the fries. And just, he holds that, and then like he... it's a burger almost. He, yeah, like... But he doesn't eat the cardboard, but he brings it up to his mouth. I mean, but do we know that? No, I don't. Maybe. He might. He was a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> uh. But opens the door for that uh, front desk guy, who immediately gets shot in the face. Back of the head. Back of the head, which came out of his face. True. And Joaquin is covered in blood. It was visceral. It was disgusting. Um, and it was cops, by the way. It was we led cops. to believe they were, at least they're cops. Police officers. They're, they're at least dressed like police officers. And then they, one of them, takes the kid, and the other one, I guess, was supposed to put down Joaquin Phoenix, but he was really bad at his job and gets his neck fucking snapped. Nice. Which this movie is just less cool, John Wick. Less as far cool. as I would action. go less cool taken because they're, they're both a, about yeah, child own, sex yeah, rings right. or teenage no, sex no rings or whatever. So after that, he's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with why these cops are here. He goes to his, tries to call his handler a couple of times as a pickup. Goes to the office, sees him. I guess was his threat throat his handler. Yeah, no, I think he was just shot in the head. Did he shoot him in the head or was he already shot? I think he was already shot. Right. Okay. Um, sees the Fear. the card. You see deer? Yeah, there was just one on the side. Fuck. I like there. to scream at deer because I, <laughs> I like to dare them to run in front of me. They never do because... When they can't hear you. That too. Um, but, so he kills the... No, he finds the, I'm on deer watch, don't worry. <laughs> uh, he finds out that the hitmen have been to that bodega. He goes home and finds his mom murdered. That's when that scene that we were talking about uh, happens. After that, he, I guess he's trying to... Well, he he takes her upstate and, like, Salem witch trials her into yeah, the river. He her somehow. I guess he was planning on killing himself 
by putting rocks in his pocket and drowning. Oh, I thought he just did that to, like, lower her. That's what I thought, too, but then when he was taking him out of his pockets. Right. Um, and then he realized, like, whoa, that girl is still in trouble because he figured out that, oh, he was interrogating that guy who he was singing with, and he reveals that it was the governor who did all this shit. And I, I'm sorry. I I know it's a movie, but this is this movie does try to be realistic. There is absolutely no way a sitting governor in this day and age can have a secret like that. I'm sorry. That's so stupid to people. Well, <laughs> he's a congressman, so they're different kind of thing. But I I'm sorry. I can't this this story sucks. This is a really bad it's story. It's just a bad... I'm not going to say bad. I didn't hate it as much as you did. I didn't like it very much, but I didn't hate it. Um, it's just a bad version of Taxi Driver. And Taken. And it's Taken. the worst parts it's of John Wick, Taxi Driver, and Taken. Stripped down of everything that makes it viscerally exciting. the dialogue. No, viscerally is the only... Plus, because... But even then, it's watered down. I don't know if it's watered down. Like, you don't need to do Taken-style action where he's, like, you know, doing jujitsu all over the place, but make it... But all of the fights are incredibly visceral. They're incredibly realistic. Yeah. They're gritty, and they're fucking gross sometimes. Yeah, the tooth. Ugh. Pulls a tooth out. Yikes. Like like in um, Castaway, but a lot grittier. Uh... So he makes his way to the uh, governor's house after deciding to save the girl, and is going through. He's killing. Oh, all and the by g- the way, the girl, the cops came to take the girl because she was the governor's favorite. Yes, that yeah. Finds or uh, start. He kills all the guards in the governor's mansion easily somehow. Uh, off screen too, so we don't screen. even we don't even get that. But whatever. And he makes his way to the bedroom where we're led to believe that he was getting ready to predate on the girl and when he gets there the guy's throat is slit and then he has a mental breakdown because he wasn't able to kill him which makes me believe he's a fucking sociopath and it's like in Jarhead so then he finds the girl eating dinner blood dinner they go to a diner and eat and then the girl asks him where we're going and he's like I don't fucking know where are we going and she goes I don't know either then she gets up and runs and walks away and then he kills himself with a gun and nobody notices nobody notices everybody's life is still going on so it's totally real and then it wasn't real she comes back and says where are we going or it's a, let's get going it's a nice day out yeah she's like it's a beautiful day and he said it is a beautiful day and the movie ends we just did the whole movie we just saved you an hour and a half oh my god I don't I like that a movie is being made like this and defying conventions and it was better and all that but god was it just uninteresting you see I wouldn't say it's uninteresting it held my intention at parts but but did it tell did it tell a story and if so what was the point of the story um pedophiles are bad well i'm glad i got that lesson finally (laughs) i guess i'll that's what i was thinking the entire time is this is just bad taxi driver yeah 
Taxi Driver isn't even that great to begin with. Taxi Driver's a little overrated. It is very overrated. It's, it, I mean, it taps into, like, the post-60s, like, paranoia sort of thing, like, you know, all that, but it's not that interesting. People swear by Taxi Driver, and I'm just like, it's okay, not, it's not, that's, that's cool. That's Scorsese, right? Yeah. That's not even his best movie. That's nowhere near his best movie. Kundun? Yes. Yeah, Kundun, his best movie, uh-huh. obviously. Uh, My favorite. But, yeah, I mean... Maybe with like a better actor, this works. No, like no, the, no, I just I don't think it's I don't think it's Joaquin's fault. I think you hit I, hit it on the head. It's the screenplay because there wasn't one. I mean, it is kind of his fault because he there the director and the screenplay is putting every pound of weight it could possibly put on his shoulders and. Well, Maybe he his, was set up to fail, but... It's not his fault that the director's not directing him well enough. I imagine she's sitting here just behind... Was it she? Yeah, Lynn Ramsey. She's sitting behind the camera saying... I mean, this sets back women, I think. Quieter. <laughs> I need you to be quieter. I need you to mumble more. You're, you're not being intense enough. The only way you can be intense and interesting is if you whisper, like, I don't know, like KCF, like in a ghost story. Or... Any other indie movie. It was just weird. It was a weird movie. I don't think it was that weird. It was just... It was... I don't like it when movies say we're not... We're going to be unconventional just for the sake of saying that we're unconventional. Like, if you want to be unconventional, but in a good way, like with... Yeah, like with... Well, like with a ghost story, we're going to be unconventional because... We're gonna shoot this in four by three, and we're gonna and Casey Affleck's gonna be under a sheet. But it but we're gonna make it work because you still empathize with him, and it looks like a distorted kind of home movie because it's shot in this four by three kind of thing. That's great. Be unconventional and be interesting. Don't be unconventional and then kind of stick your nose up. You say, oh well, you just didn't get it. Not that anybody's saying you just didn't get it, but that's kind of the the. That's the impression I got from the movie That you have to think about it I don't really think you have to think about this very much It's a lot about Like childhood trauma And what it's like to be a killer And you know Saving girls from being molested and Or, or whatever It's like great I don't What's the point <laughs> I don't care You know what I'm saying <laughs> you, you should always care about Stopping little girls from getting molested. I'm no, yeah. Putting that on no, her. that's true. You should care about that. That is not okay. I was, I will say. But, uh, you know, I don't know. This reminds me a little bit of. Um, uh, I just had it. I lost it. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll just. I'll go the complete the complete opposite direction. You probably expect me to. It's a lot like Suicide Squad. Fuck. That we're like, you know, we're gonna be dark. We're gonna do everything a superhero movie isn't supposed to do. And it's like, okay, so are you gonna deliver a good movie while you do? Suicide Squad was trying to be dark. But we're too. No, it's everything you're not supposed to do. We're a team of bad guys. We're the Suicide Squad. They're all heroes, so I don't know what's this point. We're gonna have, like,. Pop music all the time. We're gonna be self like referential or whatever. I I it, it just uh, do uh, like I said. Unconventionality has to have a purpose to it. And if you're gonna kind of thumb your nose at what's expected of you, 
you have to deliver on something on what's not expected and i kind of expected everything in this movie i've seen it i've seen all of these beats before with the whispers and the 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 quote-unquote intense violence like if you want a better version of this watch good time did you ever see that no last year it's another good new york city movie it's more of a good bronx movie but it is incredibly unconventional like to basically the same end result i mean it's not it's it's more about like two brothers than a guy and you know his mom and like a hitman i mean there's some subtle differences but it is incredibly unconventional it's nothing you would expect and it's shot very similar with like the where everything looks kind of real and grimy and dirty and the close-ups and and all that uh like really tight close-ups and but it works it, because it doesn't it still doesn't forget that it's supposed to be entertainment and i get i'm i'm fine with movies that aren't entertainment i mean i don't really i can't think of any off the top of my head but this is just so aggressively unentertaining and i'm just i just don't i don't get the appeal i don't know how you can come out of this movie and st- and say wow I, I, I can't put myself in that perspective and I and the reason I saw this was because and I wanted to go see this was because a I wanted I want to like Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin Joaquin I want to like Joaquin Phoenix and B I saw some pretty good letterbox I've reviews heard of a it a lot of good reviews about yes yeah. I've seen a lot of fours and four and a halfs and people saying wow you know well the blah, one blah, actual blah. thing I heard was that he liked the way that the sound editing and the soundtrack were used together i know that specific scene at the end with the weird banging that was going on yeah i think that's what he was talking about but that's literally the only example i can think of yeah but it was yikes i don't know maybe this has a lot to say about like i said earlier trauma and the effect on violence or whatever but there's we've seen that there's a lot there's ways you can tell that kind of a story while being some but while being crowd pleasing to an extent like i just and i just wasn't really pleased or moved by that at all so i don't know is there anything you liked about it that we haven't touched on i like the fight scenes yeah um I'm struggling to think of anything really that I liked. <laughs> uh, it's not like a this isn't like a 1517 to Paris where it's just like this is completely irredeemable, but it's close. Uh, I don't know. I just I don't know what what this movie was trying to accomplish. I got nothing to add to that. I think it's time to move on. Yeah, let's give it a grade. Uh, I said a four earlier. Uh, I'll stick with a four. I don't know. I I could probably go lower, but I just you know what? I'll go. I'll give it a three. Uh, I'll drop it down one. Three for me. Three out of ten. You give it a five. Five. Yeah. Why though? The fight scenes. I like the fight scenes. And the music was kind of cool sometimes. Sometimes. <coughs> Good cat, time. by the yeah, way. Good, that's that's honestly like at least half a star for me. Yeah, straight up. I though. thought it was gonna die, and so stoked it didn't. Did he have two houses? Cause what was that? Cause he went like we saw him mostly hanging out with his mom, but then he had like 
another place where there was a cat. That might have been the his handler. His handler's house. But his handler had a uh, a yacht. What does he need? And that was a kind of a dumpy house. I don't know. I remember. All I know is that that's where he found the keys to the office. So. Oh, was it? That's what I think. So. I must not. I didn't notice that. They're not. That's because it was in the, the bag of jelly beans. Remember? No. I honestly don't. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I. That makes sense to me that you don't remember that. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, watching, reading, listening to for this week. Uh, yeah, I've been watching, reading, listening to. I've been anything. Yeah. Oh, did I? No. I okay. I watched um that pop star movie. Oh yeah. Well, that's fine. It was okay. It was funny. Yeah, a couple of times. The Bin Laden song. That's pretty good. The Mona Lisa song. Yeah. Oh come on. That was a... Mona Lisa. You're an overrated piece of shit. Nah, that one wasn't that great. That was funny. Um, it was fine. It had a very predictable story, but I guess that makes sense. That's yeah. Probably what they were going for. It's very much in the vein of uh, Walk Hard, where it's like we're gonna. This is a very traditional kind of rise and fall story based on you know take your pick of any you know boy group or whatever. So walk Hard is, like, really good. Yeah, Walk Hard is a million times funnier. That is that one of the top five comedies ever. Such a good I mean, movie. It's not the... Popstar's not the worst movie. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, yeah. It's whatever. It's not my favorite. I like The Lonely Island. That's why I, I liked it. They're funny. And it was whatever. What about you? Uh, a couple things. Firstly, uh, a few days ago, actually almost a week now, I watched the film Forgetting Sarah Marshall. With talk, did we talk to me. this a little bit earlier? A little bit. Uh, with um, Jason Sagel? 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 Sage L? So you do whatever. Jason Sedakis? No. Jason Schwartzman? Freddy I'm versus Jason. You, Katie Siegel. Listen. Jason Siegel. I got it. Uh, and the girl who's married to Dak Shepard, Veronica Mars. Uh, Kristen Bell. That one. Sloth girl. You can't forget uh, Jonah Hill. Him and the British guy, Russell Brand. Yes, Russell Brand also as well. In addition to as much as also. You don't like Russell Brand? Nah, he's obnoxious. I like him. I think he's I think he's funny. I don't know. Sue me. Seriously, sue me. I dare you. Please pay for Michael Cohen's shit. my lawyer. Oh no. Yeah. You're done. You're finished. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? It was good. It was good. It was a nice little um, romantic comedy. I think it was a little bit too long. Two hours was kind of pushing it. It's better than Sausage Party. No. Uh, not. I, more charming than funny. So that's fine i guess uh yeah i was it was okay it was okay um and but more importantly that person's back lights are upside down what oh shit that was weird the day should have started breaking a lot sooner than i did (laughs) most importantly uh just a few days ago 
two days ago, in fact, I went to opening night of the U2 Experience and Innocence Tour. Shout out to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Margie at my Airbnb. Uh, Hell of a show. One of... I... This is hard. It's... This is a tour, Cody, in which they did not play any songs from the Joshua Tree. So it was bad, is what you're telling me. It, no, it was great. they're not playing any of their good songs. Excuse me? Hello? Excuse, I'm sorry, what? Where the Streets Have No Name is a fucking masterpiece. It is, but they just they just played a whole tour around it. It's been in every single concert since... A con- basically every single concert since, like, the 90s. The early 90s. Okay. I know it's there for a reason, but this was... For a band at their, this stage in their career to play a show without, in addition all, to Joshua Tree, all new music. twelve of the twenty-seven songs were from the last two albums. Oh my god, that's so stupid! But the, it was so brave to do that. Imagine it was no other band. Imagine if the Stones did that. Like we're gonna play, we're gonna play everything from a bigger bang and Bridges to Babylon. Like half their set, and they don't play Satisfaction. They don't play Jumpin' Jack Flash. Well, I'm sure one Brown of them Sugar. Would die halfway through that, if they did, so. Yeah, they don't know how to play anything else. It's, it's muscle memory at this point. I love the Stones, but they are awful now. They're so awful. It's sad. Hashtag sad. Um, but Experience and Innocence is pretty incredible. Uh, it's got the best first-ish song to a concert I've ever seen of them uh, live and uh, in recorded, uh, like in past concerts or whatever. They played one of my favorite songs that, since it was released in Octung Baby, you know, in 1991, hasn't been played yet live, and it's been demanded by everybody. They finally played it, and it was awesome. Uh, played some new songs, which is great. The story that they tell is excellent. Uh, it is just... It's amazing. And go see it. Okay, but more importantly, I, I think you're reading something now. What do you mean? Did you, did you start that book yet? Yes, I did start Red Rising. Uh, uh, I got... For you. He is... He stopped doing drilling. He stopped drilling, and then he's back. He came home to see his 16-year-old wife. He's also 16. It's not creepy. He's like 32. He's it's not, creepy. Cody's Cody made me is making me read smut. Read, read it. Uh, I'm so happy that you're finally reading that book. It's good so far. I'm not, I I don't quite know where it's going. Better. It only gets better. You are like you haven't even scratched the surface of this book yet. You're welcome can, to Cortland, can we just outlaw wearing basketball jerseys like anywhere? Nope. I Especially don't, not here. I don't get it. You're not... Uh, what? You could be that guy. Suspenders are okay. Uh, those girls. I love this town. Uh. Yankees. Hey, yeah. it's number six. Hey, number six. Like, is it a theme night? I don't know. Because I see some people are, like, in slacks and, you know, that shorts. or That guy's out. just peeing. He was just peeing. Was he really? In public, yeah. I mean, there's nothing... I mean... I got a quick look at what the overall action, but I don't think there's anything else that he was do- could have been doing. He was just peeing. It's it's not even... It's 11.40. It's not even midnight, and you're already peeing and, you know, urinating in public. His best life. That's not great. That's not great. Uh, but yeah, you two experience an innocence. Pretty awesome, if I do say so myself. So every time we record, I'm going to want a Red Rising update. Okay. Just, I want to know. All right. I'll do my best. That means I have to read it, though. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll read it. I'll read it. 
Um, is is it gonna be a lot? Of, is there gonna be a lot of like class commentary of like? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Okay. I don't know if I can handle that, but I'll do my best. Okay. Don't forget to yeah. One turn. Yeah. Cause my car's over there. Anyways, uh, back in a few days, talking Avengers, drafting, giving some homework. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I so, so until then, do not go see. You were never really there. It support independent cinema. Do go that. That's important. Go but see Isla Dogs instead. Go see Gemini, which I'm gonna go be seeing see in a few days. Go see Leisure Seeker. Really? I don't know. I haven't seen it, but it, I, I really want to. It looks. It looks sad. It's I all know, about it dementia. Looks so sad. I'm not looking to cry though, so I probably won't see it. It looks hashtag sad. Uh, so yeah, until we speak again, Code Red. Sayonara. Bye. Thank you for uh, CarCast number two. CarCast number two. Walked in fields of gold.